The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rising to the Occasion. We see Penny Hardaway, the Memphis uh, basketball coach, is suspended three games, and we'll talk about why, uh, as well as getting into some MLB action because there's a lot going on in the MLB, and it's baseball season, so we've got to touch base on what's going on in the MLB, as well as College World Series. It's been a very fun one, very exciting. It has been giving us all of the excitement that we could possibly dream of and more, uh, as well as Tyreek Hill getting into some legal trouble. We'll talk about some of the allegations coming out about Tyreek Hill, as well as Bradley Beal traded for CP3. We'll talk about some possibilities for CP3 and the Wizards and what's going to happen there. Uh, we'll talk about all of this and much more today on Rising to the Occasion. And again, welcome to another episode of Rise Me the Occasion. We're a little more remote today, and I'm also running this off of an iPhone, so we'll see how well this all goes together. Um, but we're very excited to have everybody on with us and talk a little bit about some some sports. Uh, of course, we always love to get into sports and everything going on there. So uh, we've got a lot to get to today. Uh, and of course, I'm not joined or I'm not alone. I'm joined by two of my co-hosts today. Uh, first, we got Jeremy. Jeremy, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. It feels a little different just because obviously we haven't shot on a Wednesday in a while, but I mean, hey, if we got to do what we got to do, we got to do what we got to do. I mean, I'm doing pretty good. Glad we can get an episode. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's always kind of tricky getting our, our schedules to go together. I know the last last week we weren't able to do for Monday or Wednesday, so I had to make sure yeah. we get in today. Um, you know, even if I didn't have my laptop with me to get everything going and running smooth. But uh, we also got Blake. Blake, how you doing, man? What's up, guys? I'm I'm I've been a little bit stressed out here lately, uh, but getting it getting it all together. Uh, my my little boy is almost here, so uh, me and the wife uh, we're going to do the little uh, sneak a peek, little 4D image thing Friday. So uh, we're we're getting ready for that and uh, just ready to talk some sports, man, and get some things off the mind with you guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and. Uh, go ahead and tell everybody too. You got a little bit of uh, announcement. I know you can't share all the details yet, but you can share a little bit of announcement for the Up Tempo podcast. Uh, you're not not a part of the Belly Up Network anymore, but it's big. It's big news, and it's good for you. So, I mean, what can you share with us, man? Uh, Josh, uh, first off, I want to say thank you to to Mike and Blaine uh, for just giving me the opportunity. Uh, a year and some change ago uh, for me to even join belly up like uh, phenomenal people and if I had to recommend them I would a thousand times over and over again and I know I recommended them to you Josh yeah. and uh, and I told them that today like I'm not gonna be too far away uh, because I'm, I'm still right here with you guys and and uh, they're just great people and they put the work in and it, it's a great atmosphere at belly up. So if you're starting a podcast and you're looking for a network, go to belly up. Uh, th there's a lot of potential there and they're growing each and every day. But Josh, I, I got an opportunity and, and I talked to Dustin and we sat down and we, you know, we strictly cover Auburn and mm -hmm. it's, we're passionate about Auburn in all things, all, you know, Baseball, football, basketball, we absolutely love it. And everybody knows down south, the SEC, uh, and they make jokes about how passionate we are uh, when it comes to sports. And it's the truth, man. So, uh, you know, I got an offer, and we sat down, discussed. We went over the details of it, and, uh, you know, it's just – going to a network that we couldn't pass up and you know we're gonna have the player interviews and and all of that stuff on the channel and and just being around the teams and everything like that i mean i, I just it was something i couldn't pass up and honestly it, it's a dream come true man like i've been an auburn kid you know my entire life so uh it, it really means a lot yeah yeah absolutely we're excited for you man I'm, like you Appreciate said you, you know that the up-tempo podcast isn't with belly up anymore but blake line's still here uh, yeah, 
we're not letting you go, man. So no. we're going to have to figure it out. But uh, <laughs> before we get too far into it, I do want to bring up our sponsor and the ones that we're powered by, and that is Mahler Bros Golf. Uh, Mahler Bros Golf, man, if I can even spit it out, it's my own company and I can't even say <laughs> it. Uh, but Mahler Bros Golf, we have all kinds of polos, hats, everything to, to keep you looking good on the golf course. I don't have any kind of overlay, um, but you can go to MahlerBros.com. That's M-A-H-L-E-R-B-R-O-S.com. You can use code RISING2, that's rising T-O, uh, for 10% off. Uh, it's really, it, you know, a lot of our stuff, we're, we're constantly adding to it. Uh, I've got some new hats kind of going into the works. Uh, we're, we're actually, uh, I've, I've actually learned how to make the hats and everything. So it's even going to be in-house uh, made and everything. So it's going to be a lot of fun to kind of get that out there and uh, throw those on. But of course, we also have uh, coffee. Uh, we, we, I don't know if we mentioned it on the show yet or not, but we've got coffee that is now officially on the website. You can go to mallerbros.com slash coffee and see all three blends right now. We're going to be adding more. Uh, we're going to add things like K-Cups and maybe some more more uh, uh, blends and stuff like that. Uh, right now, we've got a lighter roast, a, a medium roast, and a dark roast. Uh, the one that's on the screen right now is the popular one right now. Uh, ever since we added it on, it seems to be the one that everyone's going to. It's the Ace Blend. Uh, that one is uh, the medium roast. Uh, and I, that's the one that I tried so far. Uh, and that's the one, I mean, it's it's definitely good. If you If you like a medium roast, that's the way to go. Uh, we also have a bogey blend, uh, which is our darker roast. Uh, that one's, I personally like dark roast coffee quite a bit. So I like the bogey blend quite a bit. Plus it's a, a Kenya uh, roast too. So I'm, I'm not really sure exactly what that means. Uh, I'm not super well versed in, in all coffee things, but uh, that's the darker roast. And that's, that's one that I definitely like a lot. Um, but then of course the lighter roast is the birdie blend. Uh, that one's amazing. Uh, I, I really ha I really do like all three blends so far. Just got the the shipment of a bunch of them in, so we're able to start shipping them out, getting them sent out to customers and everything. So it's a lot of fun. Not only that, but you can also save an extra fifteen percent on the, those whenever you sign up for the subscription. So we've got that set up now, so you can get sent to you every month, uh, and we'll have it set up too. Because I had somebody reach out to me and say, "Hey, I drink a lot of coffee. Uh, how can I get it set up to send to me more than?" just uh more than just once a month uh and so uh we'll we'll get that set up too uh don't worry we'll make sure to to send that out and notify everybody that that's been asking about it but sign up and you can save 10 percent with code rising too and i do believe you should be able to stack that on top the 15 percent saving for the subscription so all the coffee we're all excited i know the the guys haven't been able to try out the coffee yet um but um, i'm gonna make sure you guys get get your uh, your hands on it and everything and test it out uh, it's a lot it's exciting uh, i've always been a huge coffee fanatic for as long as i can remember so uh yeah it's just it's it's a lot of fun to be able to say that now i not only own a a, uh, a golf business but i also own a golf business that came out with the first ever that i know of uh golf themed coffee so that's it's a lot of fun exciting uh, and of course mallerbros.com that's the place to go you can go to mallerbros.com slash coffee and find all your coffee. Uh, it's really an amazing, uh, amazing experience to be able to go through this and be able to share it with you guys as listeners. Um, but, of course, Mahler Bros is also how we power this podcast, so it helps us out more than you know. But, guys, let's get into the sports. We're going to start off with Penny Hardaway. Uh, everyone knows Penny Hardaway by the name, an NBA superstar, an NBA legend. Um, but now he's in a little bit of trouble uh, with – some of some uh, recruiting violations that he's gotten into. I don't know if you guys have seen the headlines about Penny Hardaway uh, yet, but uh, from an article that I was reading earlier today, I guess the he's now Memphis men's basketball coach, uh, as many know, and he's been doing pretty well there. Uh, but he's been suspended three games by the NCAA for recruiting violations and violating head coach responsibility rules. Uh, and those infractions uh, were kind of announced on two in-home visits in 2021 for, uh, with a recruit from high school class of 2023 who was referred to the NCAA as a highly rated men's uh, basketball prospect. So a high, highly, uh, highly envied prospect coming into college. And he reached out to him and went, went on some in-home visits when he wasn't yet a, a junior. And that's against 
the NCAA rules for, for recruiting. You're only allowed to go in uh, for juniors and seniors. So uh, something that, that he was caught in, and of course he said that he didn't know that this was a rule, uh, and ultimately the NCAA just said that uh, the, uh, I guess the, the, the fact that he didn't know, you know, maybe the ignorance, uh, it doesn't mean that breaking the rules is okay. So they end up suspending him for three games. Uh, Blake, I'll start off with you. Do you think this is a, a righteous judgment? You know, one that, that, yeah, I mean, it makes sense or is it just, does it seem just a little silly to you? Uh, you, you gotta throw down some type of punishment, right? But the thing that really got me with the three game suspension is, uh, two years ago, Auburn had a point guard by the name of Sharif Cooper, and he had to sit out half of the season because his dad was a sports agent. All right. And the NCAA was looking into that. Uh, they thought that Sharif got some sort of payment or whatever it was. And, and he had to sit out half a year, but you're only holding Penny to a three game suspension. I don't know. I, you know, uh, I guess you got to put some some slap on the wrist or whatever. Three games, it is what it is. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, Penny's career at Memphis has been really wishy-washy, you know. Uh, he's had elite talent on those squads, and they really start off rocky at the beginning of the year, and then he really elevates towards the end of the year. You can see that coaching job. Uh, that he does, it comes through. And then it, around tournament time, they're always anywhere from a seven to a nine seed, six seed to a nine seed, somewhere right around in that range. And they're really dangerous because he recruits length and a lot of athleticism like himself, right, back in the day. So, uh, you know, this is a team that lost to FAU, uh, who went on to the Final Four this past season. They lost in the second round to them on the final possession, right? Uh, and and a lot of people think if Memphis would have won that game, they probably would have been an FAU spot. Uh, so, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say he deserved a harsher punishment or anything uh, because I, I do think Penny Hardaway is a great coach. And I do think he gets uh, – I think he gets a little uh, some slack. Uh, I shouldn't say slack, but I think he gets some criticism uh, because we know what John Calipari did at Memphis, right? And the Memphis basketball people, the, all the fans, they want to get back to that. But they got so down for a little while that Penny is slowly trying to bring them back to that point. Uh, so, you know – I get it. He went to a recruit's house. He was trying to get the upper the upper leg and everything. You know, it happens. I'm sure it's not the first time it's ever happened. Okay, so, you know, three games, it is what it is. I'm not that mad at Penny Hardaway about it. Yeah, yeah, and it's two in-game or in-home uh, visits. Um, for, for everybody to, to kind of put this into to perspective, too, with, with Hardaway, he's – uh, let's see, he started back before the 2018-2019 season, uh, led him to five consecutive 20-win seasons. He's 110 and 52 overall. So, I mean, really, really good. Um, overall, a uh, really good basketball coach. He's done a lot with that program so far. And like you said, I do think he's criticized a little more. Um, Jeremy, you and I were kind of talking about this just before uh, recording and everything. Uh, but what, what are your thoughts on Penny Hardaway's suspension here? Three games. I mean – I understand you got to do what you got to do for punishment for in this kind of a situation. But I mean, you look at Penny Hardaway's record, like you just mentioned up one, one ten and 52. He's a, he's an unbelievable coach. And you look at the Memphis roster, you can, you're not going to, you're not going to look at them wrong way and just say, okay, if they don't have a head coach, that can lead them to a great season. Okay. We're going to, we're going to cakewalk over these guys. I mean, you can say all you want, but still at the end of the day, Memphis is still going to be a great, great basketball team. And in my opinion, like I, I didn't even know about it until you brought it up to me. And I'm like, they still do house visits. I'm not a basketball guy. But I'm like, man, I didn't know they did house visits anymore. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the end of the day, like, I mean, it's only three games. It's not like you're, you're missing three quarters of the season. So all in all, my honest opinion, I don't think it's really going to be necessarily that bad for Memphis or for Penny. I mean, at the end of the day, you just got to do what you got to do to pay the price. And at the end of the day, you can still go and play and coach basketball. 
Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you. And, and the thing is with this too, it's like the the reason why he's being suspended, it's so silly. Two visits to this kid just because he was a year uh, before when he should be allowed to get visits. And it seems really silly, but rules are rules. Uh, like you yeah. both said, you have to abide by the rules and you have to be punished when you break those rules. Uh, and yeah. just because he didn't know about it, and that's what the NCAA board uh, even mentions, just, just because he was ignorant about the rule doesn't mean that we shouldn't punish him or else everybody can just say that they didn't know about it and keep on going yeah. about their day breaking the rules. Uh, so, yeah, I, I definitely think there has to be some sort of punishment. But I I almost feel like if you're going to break rules, it needs to be, you know, there needs to be an actual punishment. I just don't feel like this is much of a punishment at all. Uh, I don't know exactly what that three-game suspension entails. Uh, I, I don't know if he's not allowed the, or to be around the team at all during those three games. I don't know how that works. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I almost feel like it's not really big enough to say that it's that big of, of a, of a uh, punishment. Yeah, it's not. It's slap on the wrist. Yeah, it's it really is. Carry on, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But just one of those things that kind of pops up and a little shocking whenever you hear about, you know, some something big like this, you know, something mm-hmm. uh, where, man, somebody's somebody's breaking the rules. You know, let's, let's check in on this and see what's going on. But ultimately, like I said, I think it's it seems kind of silly uh, to, to even make a big deal about. Um, but it's it's also kind of it almost feels like it's it's not being made a, a, as big of a deal as it should be at the same time. It's one of those weird stories for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but guys, let's get over to the MLB. Uh, the MLB, it's it's been exciting. Uh, like I've mentioned back whenever the season first started, uh, I said I was going to get into the MLB and what's going on. Uh, and it, it really has been exciting. It's definitely gotten me back into the game uh, pretty hardcore, you know, being able to keep up with the, the games and what's going on. And especially right now, because I feel like most of the time in this this kind of dead period um, between seasons and everything, you know, we just had the NHL and NBA playoffs, and it seemed like so much excitement going on, and then it just seems like it all dies down. Where you know, yeah, you've got you've got MLB going on, but before before this year, I really wasn't that big into the MLB, so uh, you know, it just seemed like such a dead period. But now I've got something to kind of entertain myself. Uh, it's definitely been been a lot of fun. And it's, it's made me appreciate the game a lot more, too, uh, being able to kind of check out the game again and see what's going on. Um, but, I mean, we, we'll start off and kind of go through some of what's been going on first. I want to kind of talk about our teams because first, Blake, uh, you're, you're a Yankees fan. I know uh, I'm a Red Sox. Uh, I said that at the beginning of the season I was going to support the Red Sox. I didn't have any expectations for them, but they're doing a lot better than I thought they would. Uh, the Yankees are still, uh, I believe, one game up uh, from – the Red Sox in the AL East, um, but it just seems like it's been a disappointing year. What what do we blame this kind of down down slope of a year on for the for the Yankees overall? Well, uh, Josh, let's start with you signed Aaron Judge back, but you didn't do anything else. I mean, you got Carlos Rodon uh, out of free agency, but he hasn't been there all year. Back tightness, whatever it is. Uh, he's starting his rehab assignment, and hopefully that is what the Yankees need is yeah. because their pitching has been absolutely terrible uh, Terrible beyond uh, once they get past Garrett Cole. I mean, it's been bad. Seve's been bad. I mean, Clark Schmidt, let's not even talk about him. It's just – it's been a disaster. Every, every time uh, they get past Cole, it's been awful. Uh, my two biggest things is Josh Donaldson has got to go. Giancarlo Stanton also has to go. You have to go get something at the deadline for for these two. I don't care what you have to do. You put these two in a package with uh, some prospects, uh, Cabrera, you can throw him in there. I don't care. But there is too many holes in this lineup. And DJ LeMayhew, he hasn't figured it out this season. Really rare for him to not be hitting. Uh, It's just – strange the Yankees just they can't score runs Josh they can't like I mean you look at the Red Sox series man I mean they just couldn't score they couldn't score and uh you know well when when you go down 15 to 5 too that's not just man it hurt to to lose man that that hurts bad and it's Uh, it's it's their pitching is beyond like uh, you lose uh, Frankie Montas. Uh, he's nowhere to be found. You you got him over last year. He was a disaster at the end of the season, into the playoffs, and he comes back this year. He's nowhere to be found. Uh, Carlos Rodon, like I said, he's nowhere to be found. 
Uh, Judge has been out. Bader's been out. He just come back. So that was good. But uh, Judge has got to get healthy. It's it's really, really shocking how bad this team is without Aaron Judge. So he's probably going to have to have back surgery again because we know what he did last year. But now you're just proving it this year how valuable of a player he is because when he's not in this Yankees lineup, they're garbage. They're trash. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's just been shocking. And like you said, I think I think you're right. I think keeping Aaron Judge but not doing anything to kind of keep keep the yeah. team afloat. I mean, you definitely need somebody else to help the dude out. Uh, you can't expect him to do it all. Uh, and, you know, yeah, did you have something else? I, I was just going to say this, man. Find a way to – look, find a way to get Juan Soto at the trade deadline if you can. Something. Yeah. I mean, you got to – you got to go get an explosive bat. If it's not Soto – uh, get something at the deadline, man. And and the reason I say Soto is one because he's a superstar, and then two, uh, you got the short porch in right field, right at Yankee Stadium, and and you can just let Soto, uh, hit his nukes out of the, out of there uh, into the bleacher creatures. So I I think that would be huge. San Diego not having the year that they wanted to have so far, so uh, they've been down, and and it's just uh, it's been a crazy year at Major League Baseball so far. Yeah, I mean, it's been crazy. I mean, who would have thought that, you know, the, the Tampa Rays being as good as they are? And honestly, like I said, I think when you you look at the standings overall, like I said, for the for the Red Sox, I didn't expect them to have this good of a year. And yet here they are. They're having a really good year overall. They're, they're better than probably half the league, um, but they're still dead last in the AL East. That's just how deep the AL East is. I mean, it's been... Yep really tough for any of the teams there. I mean, right now you've got uh, the Red Sox really only one one to two games back from jumping up into third place. Uh, and so, you know, everyone in the AL East, uh, they're they're in the plus category, and they're, they're also above 52% win percentage right now. That is absolutely amazing. Yep. Uh, you know, so that's, that's crazy. Uh, I mean, Tampa Bay at, at 67.5% win percentage right now, they're looking unstoppable. Uh, I mean, it's it's been incre- incredible for their season. Um, but the, when when they're at home, when Tampa Bay is at home, which they're, they're one of those teams that really hasn't been known for their for you know having the, the greatest home environment or anything. But when they're at home this season, they're thirty two and eight. Yep. I mean that that's incredible. Uh, you know, so looking at them, like I said, Boston Red Sox. I think we can bring them up just for the performance that we saw. Uh, just I think it was last night, if I remember right. Um, we had Christian Arroyo. Uh, he had five for five on hitting, uh, and then wow. he ended up bringing in four RBIs. So just an incredible night for him. Uh, it was it was it's been a lot of fun. I feel like the last few games, coming back to the the Yankee series and seeing where the Red Sox have have been, you know, kind of really kicking on the Jets. Uh, it, it seems like that that uh, mentality of just bombing homers or at least getting guys in and, and getting runs. Uh, it seems like that mentality is coming back and hitting the over on the Red Sox is not always uh, a bad idea, you know. So uh, last night hitting big on on the over uh, there because they they won ten to four, uh, and then even the night before against the Twins nine to three. So they've been winning against another really good team, uh, and that's that's something that you've seen from the Red Sox. Maybe not the, the best season, and of, of course, really only because they're in the in, in the AL East. Um, but overall, they're having a really good season when you compare to what they, they had for going into this year. Uh, I think their pitching can definitely be better. Uh, we've had, we've seen some of their pitchers uh, kind of get injured and banged up and stuff like that. But uh, overall, I mean, it's it's been a, a really good year so far. And I feel like uh, adding Rafael Devers, that was one of the, the off-season uh, moves that, that really helped them out quite a bit. Um, but, uh, Jeremy, we'll kind of kick it over to you. Any, any MLB teams that are really kind of shocking you so far this season? I mean, if you look at the record-wise, it may not be the biggest shock compared to, like you just mentioned, the Tampa Bay Rays. But, I mean, yeah. sitting at the top of the AL Central is the Minnesota Twins, and I'm really happy with them. I mean, you look at the record, I mean, it, it may not be the greatest thing, but, I mean, you can still be a, be proud of yourself for being at the top of the AL. I mean, with a 36-38 record, I mean, you, you still got some work to do, of course, but, I mean, you want to be positive in the win column instead of the loss column, but, I mean, you're not going to win every single game in the MLB. And um, I know their last their last ten games have been kind of rough a little bit. Um, there's been some injuries that the Minnesota Twins have had. They've, if I remember, I think their last ten was 
they're at four and six. It it's been it's been a struggle. It has. I mean, Minnesotans they've been having their moments and they're being able to get into the win column, which is really really nice. But I mean, sometimes in my opinion, I feel like the Minnesota Twins really do rely too much on Byron Buxton, yeah. and everyone always knows Byron Buxton's always injury prone. Then I've seen it in person line drive out deep center field and everyone was yelling wall 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 and you think fire <laughs> boxes still listen no. no he still ran a wall it literally looked like a fly hitting a windshield on the interstate <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i kind of chuckled they didn't want to but i mean it was kind of funny but i mean you look at the minnesota twins i mean i don't know exactly what their schedule looks like down the road i know i actually correction i think they're playing the Red Sox tonight, if I remember right, Josh, yeah, I think. Right now, uh, yeah. they're down yeah. 2-0 in the series, uh, so they'll they'll try to look to, to pull one out. Like I said, I'm just hitting the over right now on the Red Sox because they're just that hot. Uh, and so <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not too worried about much more than that. So uh, they can win yeah. this one, I suppose, but I'd like to see the Red Sox pull it out just because, like I said, they're only really one one to two games back, depending on, you know, you got to keep on winning to keep yourself in that contention over there. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you bring up the Minnesota Twins because they are first in the in the AL Central, and it's crazy. Can we just talk about how bad the AL Central is this year? Because the Minnesota Twins are are first in the AL Central, and like you said, Jeremy, their their record doesn't show it uh, that that they're that good. Uh, they're 48.6% win percentage, uh, you know, and then you go all the way down to the Kansas City Royals, who are only at 27% win percentage, uh, mm. and they're at 20 and 54. Uh, with in between, I, it's just crazy to me to see other divisions so hot that, like for example, Boston Red Sox last in their division, and they would be first uh, in the AL Central. I mean, it's it's crazy to see a year like this where it seems like mm-hmm. there are certain certain divisions that are so deep that their their lowest their their bottom dog of their division could go on and take on the top dog of another division and still be mm-hmm. still be winning winning the series like that. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's it truly is mind-boggling looking through all these different leagues, just whether it's in the National League or just even in the American League. Like, it's absolutely crazy. Like, if I remember, if you look over in the in the National League, like, I think the Atlanta Braves are sitting on top of the the NL East. I think I think they're at like forty-seven and twenty-six or or something yep. on those lines. Yeah, I mean, they're putting up they're putting up great numbers and I mean they as you can tell by the record they've been they've been stomping everybody in their last tenth they're eight and two I mean you look at them they're definitely a team to watch out for whether you're whether you're thinking you're the top dog and then you come and play them and you get curb stopped or whatever the situation be you really got to watch out for these top teams they're the best team in baseball yeah Absolutely. yeah you're Braves right yeah yeah, yeah. they're the yeah. best team in- they're the best team in baseball. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, they're they're looking. I, that's the thing too. Is like you, the record doesn't tell you everything, uh, and and I agree with you. I think I think they're the best team right now. I just don't know who can go up against them in a series. I mean, win that series when we come down to playoff time. The Rays could get them in the World Series uh, just because, yeah. like the the pitching. Uh, man, that would be one hell of a World Series just because the well, pitching staffs going up against each other would be nasty. Yeah, but but my thing is like, who's gonna beat the Braves because they've been this good and they've been injury prone this year. So it's it's not not like they've had everything at full strength the whole season long. I feel like they've, I, I feel like they they're the ones that I see the most with, uh, with injury reports coming out on you know notification of, an, of a new injured player. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, one guy comes back in and another guy goes out. So I mean, imagine if they can rest up and get healthy before playoff time. No doubt. I just don't know how you beat them. They're at full strength. Absolutely. I, I 100% agree. Uh, and what Ronald Acuna is doing is freaky. Uh, I think he is a top three player in Major League Baseball, and and he's on, on track to win NL MVP. So uh, I'm, I got to roll with the Braves, man, the way they're playing right now. Uh, and look, there's still a lot that can happen with the deadline and everything. We don't know who's going to be shipped or who's going to buy, who's going to sell, you know, it's just, uh, you don't know. So, uh, but right now I think the Braves are the best team in baseball, even over the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I mean, I think the Tampa Bay Rays are the best when you look at what they've done throughout the season and everything, they deserve to be number one. 
in the power rankings. But if you go head to head, I totally agree with you. One hundred percent. Yeah, and then uh, you know, I, I do want to give a shout out just to, just because I mean, for one, I think the, the Milwaukee Brewers are doing pretty well this year. Uh, you know, they're they're sitting there at a pretty decent record for what what you would expect from their season. Um, but also, I mean, every time I watch them, I, I just love the new branding. I, I love yeah. the new logo. The new logo is amazing. It's the, the the baseball mitt with an MB kind of thrown in it. The the colors, the color change, and everything. I I, I really love the new branding a lot. Every time I see them on on the screen they're a team that's really hard for me to root against um mainly because of that branding i feel like a branding uh, it's totally a girl's way to choose which team to root for uh and, and i mean that by no no offense to women out there um but it, it's it's just something about the the way that they look when they're on the field i love it yeah i love their city connects their city yeah. connect uniforms yeah. those are sick the yeah, yeah they're they're and everything good. yeah i like them yeah, we weren't able to get down to the College World Series, but, you know, we're going to keep it in baseball. We weren't able to get down there this year. Uh, of course, we were hoping the Blake could come up. Uh, tickets just seemed too expensive for us to try to work it, work something out for you. Uh, and then, you know, just kind of kind of the, the traveling and stuff like that. And then, we, you know, I had some personal issues pop up, so we weren't able to get down there. We were going to create a lot of uh, fun content with it. We just weren't able to get it done. Uh, and it, it was a bummer. I was really sad that that I wasn't able to get through with everything to, to be able to get down there. Maybe, I mean, time's, time's still, uh, you know, we, we still got a little bit of time before the big, the big game anyways. So maybe we can work something out, but uh, uh, it just doesn't doesn't seem like that's in uh, in for the uh, the taking this year. But we'll, we'll definitely plan for next year. But yeah. it has been absolutely insane. Uh, first of all, not only has LSU played really well uh, all the way up through, I know they lost the one game, being able to work their way back in through the loser's bracket to be able to get back. They're going against Wake Forest right now. We just now saw Florida uh, beat TCU. Uh, and if I – correct me if I'm wrong, is I, I'm, I'm just I, – I was having a hard time following the bracket uh, properly, but Florida now goes to the championship game, right? Yes, that's All correct. Right. So then if LSU wins tonight, then Wake Forest and LSU will play again tomorrow night, uh, you know, for an elimination game. So, I mean, it's it's – a lot of fun. I, I, I'm kind of rooting for LSU right now just to see yeah. one extra game in there. Um, but yeah. let's talk about not just LSU on the field, but LSU. It, it's been brought up and and before this ever started, but we knew that LSU was going to kill on the Jello shot challenge, right? Yeah. But I mean, have you seen the numbers recently? Yeah. I don't. It, I don't have insane. the current number uh, pulled up in front of me, but they are shattering records when it comes to that Jello shot. Uh, last last I checked it, they were almost they were scraping twenty four thousand. Yeah, yeah, wow. they're, they're over twenty thousand, and like I think the closest one, the last time I saw it, the closest one was like just above five thousand. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it's just it's insane. And they broke the record. Yeah. The record was eighteen last year from Ole Miss. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's wow. it's crazy. I mean, we know that those those boys down on the Bayou, I mean, you know, really, I, I'll just say those 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 people from the Bayou, uh, you know, they know how to party. They know how to put together. I, I feel like that's 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 a that's a go to. Blake, have you been down to the Bayou for for any tailgating and stuff? Yeah, uh, I've been to Baton Rouge. Uh, I've been to Alec Box. I've been to Tiger Stadium, uh, and it's it's an absolute blast. And I keep telling you, you're an Oklahoma fan. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know. You're going to absolutely love it because the Big Twelve. They don't do it like the SEC, baby. I'm Honestly, I think Oklahoma. Yeah, I was just talking about this with uh, with Jay Smith uh, on our Saturday special. You know, I was talking to him. I don't remember if this was part of the what we had recorded or not, but we were talking about how the exciting part for the fan base is not only just that we get to see new teams, but going and, and seeing the the atmospheres. Because honestly, Oklahoma and Texas are the only two SEC like. Uh, you know, campuses and yeah. the bummer for Oklahoma fans is you never go to Texas to go and, and experience Texas. You go to the Cotton Bowl and, and share a stadium down there in Dallas, yeah. which Oklahoma has been owning uh, the last decade. Let me remind you, um, even though they want to bring up a 49 to zero, that really doesn't matter because we passed it like four times. Um, Man. But, but that's the only time you know, like that. That's really the only two schools. And now, Oklahoma and Texas leaving. I mean, this is this is going to be different. So it's not only fun to be able to see the different teams uh, that we go against and the different matchups, the new rivalries that are going to be created. Um, it, it's going to be a lot of fun, but it's also going to be a lot of fun for fans to be able to go and experience uh, the different 
the different atmospheres. And like I said uh, with you, uh, whenever the, the schedule first released, uh, yep. we're going to go and experience a little bit of Auburn uh, tailgating together uh, as we go down there. I, I, I promise I won't I won't beat you up if you promise you won't beat me up if our teams. Hey, hey you know what we will do is what we will do, Josh. Regardless of who wins, who loses is I will take you to a little spot called Mama G's, called Mama Goldberg's, okay? Yeah. Uh, and have you ever had Mama Goldberg's? No, but I heard about all the debating on uh, Crane & Company. Okay, so we will go to Mama G's, and we will get some nachos. You can get whatever you want on them, okay? A lot of people just get the nachos uh, with the with the uh, the melted cheese on it. All no, right? I just load it all up, dude. I'm, hey, I'm you all can in. Put, yeah, you can put the chicken, the jalapenos, whatever you want on there, man. There's, uh, they, they, they let let you put anything on there. I'm ready to go. Uh, and then, boy, stop making me so hungry. I'm on my way. On on game days, uh, there's one right by the stadium on campus, right? Uh, and um, oh wow, I'm watching LSU and Wake Forest right now. Uh, oh yeah, man, I, LSU I pulled up here. I'm, yeah, seeing any updates? But. <laughs> Um, but what we'll, what we'll do is we'll go there and on game day, uh, they have a bar set up and everything and, uh, you can get your draft beer and all that. And you, they bring your food out to you and they got TVs all around the bar and everything. It's just a really nice setup. Uh, and then when Auburn wins, uh, I'll take you to tumors corner, let you throw a roll of toilet paper in the trees and everything, uh, and, uh, and let you experience that. I'll take you to Tumors, uh, Tumors Drugstore. We'll let you get some Tumors Lemonade. Hey, it's the, what if what if I sneak something in the trees and kill him? Oh my! <laughs> oh my! Oh Harvey, that I'm, is I'm not uh, gonna start no wars. Not without is, some war eagle people. I don't, yeah, I don't trust no. that. Well, you know, you know, Auburn. You know, Auburn's a horticulture school, so uh, you know there was a, it was a big deal when that happened. Yeah, and everything that you know that they, they're uh, they're into that. So, um, you know, it, it's it's a cool experience. You know, Tumor's Drugstore, it's right across the street from Tumor's Corner, you know, the oak trees and everything. And um, they have the best lemonade, man. And they have so many different flavors, like whatever flavor. If you just want regular lemonade, you can get it. I mean, they got cherry, pina colada, I mean, anything you want, strawberry, whatever. Uh, and, it, and it's fantastic. Um, and then there's just so many places to eat in Auburn, man, and so much stuff to do. It it is a great college town. Like, uh, it is so much fun. But well, then whenever your 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 uh, Auburn Tigers come over to Norman, I'll I'll make sure to go down there with you and kind of show you around the Oklahoma campus too. Yeah, I would love. Honestly, that. I I know I'm biased, but because and a lot of it's because I've been to mainly Big Ten and Big Twelve schools. I don't think I've really gone to anything too much outside of that. Um, but Oklahoma is just by far the greatest atmosphere I've been to when it comes to when it comes. I'm, I'm just judging based on how much of activities they have going on. Nebraska is pretty good. Uh, you know, they've got some stuff going on there. I feel like Iowa State does a decent job, but they're nothing too big. Uh, and then, you know, I've been to like Ohio State even. I just think Ohio State's too cluttered and they don't have an organization to anything going on there. And honestly, the atmosphere sucks as for, for fans of the opposing team because uh, they're not they're not nice to you they're rude uh iowa state is kind of the sim- same uh, so is iowa uh they're just rude to to other other fan bases um you know so i'm trying to think of what other ones i've been to of course uh i think i've I'm trying to think of where else i've been that's that's big time uh mizzou i've been to mizzou uh you know that's yeah. kind of like that's that's pathetic yeah uh, it's a, it's a high school stadium but no i'm, I'm excited man we're, we're gonna have to go around to some some big, big uh, schools together. Yeah. Here's the most updated on the Jello shop. I saw this an hour ago. LSU is up to twenty five thousand seven hundred and thirty three. Man, well, and they're that's the thing. An hour ago. So so they're these Jello shots are five dollars a piece, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. How much bank are you pulling in on that? Uh, you know, he donates. Uh, I think he donates two thirds of the money to charities for That's... all for all eight teams that make it. Yeah. Uh, he awesome. donates to like food banks and things like that to each uh, to each well, like university. Even even with That's all that awesome. donated, you're still making a lot of money. Oh, yeah. LSU. I oh, yeah. mean, oh pass ball, <laughs> pass ball. LSU ties it up. 
LSU ties it up. Hey, I, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to cut you off, Josh. But if they win this, if they win this, they might break forty thousand Jello shots. All right. I love it, dude. Hey, I love it. You, you never know, man. I'm, 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 I'm praying for. I, I don't know. I mean, let, let's go ahead and get into that. I know we strayed away from the College World Series. Yeah. Let's back to it real quick. Uh, who do you guys have winning it? So we're gonna have Florida. Florida's surprised me. I know that they're a number two seed going into this whole thing, but mm-hmm. they surprised me. I didn't see them getting this far, uh, and for them to fight the way that they have. Uh, and then, you know, they fought really close. I don't know if you guys saw much of the game today, but that was a battle uh, between Florida and TCU. Oh! <laughs> oh, three-run home run. Heck yeah. Oh, boy. Five to two LSU. Yeah, I just saw the update pull up on my on my screen here. Well, they're definitely breaking 30,000. So we've, we've got Wake Forest and LSU right now. Even if LSU gets through today, let's remember, they still got to go against Wake Forest again tomorrow. And Wake Forest has been on a tear. Uh, so I mean, I, I'll be I'll be shocked if LSU can get past them. But who do you guys have winning right now with the three teams that we see still left in it? Uh, who, I'll start with you, Jeremy. Who do you think is going to win it all? I mean, I'm not trying to be biased here. I just want to see how many Jello shots we can do <laughs> with LSU. But I mean, with watching LSU play yesterday against Tennessee, I mean. I can't remember the exact pitcher's name when he got put in. I mean, he was throwing absolute nukes at the plate. Then he was playing absolute lights out. Then their big communication thing was huge, of course. For they were turning a lot of six four threes. That was really really big to LSU's um, domination on on the mound. And it was just it just goes to show you that they when it came to time to bat, they just kept their cool. Just take one pitch at a time. Just just be you. Just stay calm and. As I can't remember exactly who launched it in the right field, then made it over the wall, and then that pretty much, I wouldn't say sealed the deal, but then you can tell Tennessee was starting to break down, and then they were making costly mistakes. The pitcher threw, I think, at least two away from the catcher, then allowed a lot of runs to come in. Then I definitely think LSU has a really, really good shot, but Florida's definitely another really good team. But if I had to pick, I'm still sticking with LSU, and I want to see over. Over thirty-five thousand Jello shots. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, and I, I, it's I have a hard time. Like I said, I didn't see Florida being this good, making it to where they're at. I have a hard time mm-hmm. picking Florida against either of these two teams. Like I said, Wake, right. Wake Forest has been on a tear. They have been by far the best team in the tournament, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. And then LSU, though, I mean, they just have that fire in them, uh, and it's it's hard to bet against them. They were, they were picked early in the year for a very good reason, and they kept that up throughout the whole season. Yeah, they had some disappointing losses here and there, um, but I, I feel like it's it's got to come from that side. But I, I totally agree with you, and I like I like seeing the Jello shot challenge too. And like you said, Blake, if they're going to be destroying. I mean, they might they might double it uh, tonight uh, if they end up winning. Sure they might. If they end up winning tomorrow night, they'll they'll definitely double that number. But Blake, do you think LSU pulls it off, wins it all? Look, this is the tough part for me, right, is Wake and LSU got the just ridiculous side of the bracket, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, just Tennessee and Stanford in your in your side, and then Florida, look, no disrespect, but uh, Florida had Virginia, which was a great team, and then TCU, who really wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. They were only three games above 500. Uh, right there at the end of April. So, yeah. and then they had, and then had Oral Roberts, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were a Cinderella story. So Florida, you know, they they won all three games by one run because they haven't been really hitting the baseball, but their pitching has been phenomenal, and that is where this kind of sits well for Florida, is because their pitching and their bullpen, all right, is set up for a three-game series now that starts Saturday night, okay, Uh, where LSU and Wake, all right, LSU lost the other night to Wake Forest. Uh, Paul Skeens had to throw game one against Tennessee, so he couldn't throw tonight. So LSU, they got a two-scoop Wake Forest. So if LSU wins this game, you're getting Paul Skeens tomorrow, but then Wake Forest is also countering that with their ace. So you're going to have two aces on the mound, Whoever wins that game is going to move on to play Florida in the championship series where your ace maybe, maybe on three days rest get to pitch in game three of that championship series if necessary. So that is why I'm taking Florida to win the national championship 
just because their pitching and their bullpen is set, they've won all three of their games, and I think uh, right now they have been dominant on the mound. Uh, they just they gotta they gotta wake the bats up. The top of the lineup has been very underwhelming for Florida, uh, and and that's got to be better in that three game championship series, that College World Series final. But I, I'm taking the Gators, man. I like it. I like it. I mean, I, I I don't completely count them out. It's just hard for me to bet yeah. against LSU or Wake Forest right now. They're just yeah. so hot. Uh, both teams, especially if LSU pulls this off against, like I said, the the I, I believe the best team in this tournament. Uh, if they're able to pull this off. Uh, it's it's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. But, guys, let's jump out of baseball over to the NFL. I know it's not an NFL season yet, but we still got some news breaking out about Tyreek Hill. I don't know if you guys have seen this headline pop up yet, but Tyreek Hill is uh, reportedly in a little bit of legal trouble. Uh, mm-hmm. From the score, they have an article that says, the Miami-Dade police are investigating Miami Dolphins wide receiver Tyreek Hill for assault and battery after he allegedly hit an employee of a marina in Florida, the department confirmed to the Associate Press on Tuesday, uh, Hill got a, into a disagreement and allegedly hit an employee working for one of the charter companies based at Hallover Marina. Uh, and the incident started when Hill's crew tried boarding a boat without permission, uh, and then the crew member reportedly doesn't want to press charges at the moment. Uh, and then a dolphin, a dolphin spokesperson said, "We're aware of the situation and have been in contact with Tyreek." his representatives, and the NFL. Uh, we will reserve further comment at this time. Uh, and so here, I mean, just seeing not a good story coming out, but again, all of this is alleged uh, for, for this battery and assault, but there is an investigation going in on Tyreek. Uh, do we think that even if things aren't pressed against, uh, you know, if there's no charges pressed against Tyreek, do we think that Tyreek still gets some sort of uh, big suspension? Do we think that he gets some sort of fine? Uh, or do you think he just gets a slap on the wrist and keeps on going? Uh, I'll kind of start off with you, Jeremy. I, I think, if anything, I think he's definitely going to get a fine, if anything. I don't know if you want to go really in-depth and go suspension-wise, but, I mean, it all kind of depends, of course, how this all rolls out. Like you said, it's all allegedly right now. I mean, mm-hmm. with that, obviously, you can only do so much until you're proven. Then, like, you really can't do a whole bunch. But I don't think it'll get to the point, as of right now, of course, I don't think it'll get to the point where suspensions will be a has- I mean, a thing that gets brought up. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just going to be a fine than a slap on the wrist. But, I mean, anything could definitely happen. Like, I don't know if there was any um, uh, surveillance video footage on, like, the marina or whatever the situation would be. Like, or even whatever the situation is. I, I In my opinion, I think it's just going to be a fine, then a slap on the wrist, and then just keep being Tyree killed. But if, if something does happen, you just got to think smart and just just man up to it and not make a big scene over it and just just be on with it. Yeah, absolutely, Blake. Uh, I, I'm right there with Jeremy. I, I, don't, I don't really see a suspension coming. Uh, probably a fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably just a little slap on the wrist and uh, just, hey, keep it moving, stay out of trouble. Um, and, you know, hey, look, what are you doing, all right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Like – well, it goes back to the John Morant thing, man. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, use well, your head. Make and, yourself better. Say that a lot of these reports are coming out early into any kind of investigation, so it may come out. I want us to keep that that mindset too. Yeah. You know, the fact, the innocent until proven guilty. He may yeah. not have done this at all. Maybe he had a good reason for doing this. Uh, we don't know, but the fact that it seems like this is being reported uh, before any kind of confession that this happened makes me think that maybe it did happen but like i said maybe there was a reasoning for it uh and let's be honest i mean have any of us been in a situation where somebody's maybe ticked us off and we didn't want to punch them uh so i mean it's it's totally it's totally maybe a testosterone maybe a a high testosterone level is kind of going through your brain you know kind of move but uh, i mean it's it's definitely understandable if something were to have happened uh where you know you want to but you also have to remember who you are and what stage you're on and be careful exactly. in what situations you're putting yourself in. 
Josh, you remember last week when I told you that uh, people are going to be coming for you? All right, people, yeah. people are after you, okay? You might not believe that, but you're a professional athlete, and people want what you have, okay? So they see that you have a lot of money. Well, maybe I can do this to that guy, and, hey, I can get a lawsuit out of it or something like that. You know, it, there's just j- – just, I, and I, I hate to say, like, you know, don't live a boring life, but – you know, just just watch out. You know, because yeah. uh, all it takes is one one slip up, and bang! Now you're in legal trouble. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I hope for the best of the whole situation. Hopefully, everything kind of gets sorted out, and I, I hope it does come out that that nothing too major. Yeah, uh, comes about this, and and I think Tyreek has been known to be uh, to keep himself pretty level headed for the most yeah. part. This is this is kind of shocking to a lot of us, I think. So. Hopefully he gets back on the right track before. I really hope something like John Morant's situation doesn't pop up where this becomes habitual or even like, a, you know, if we think of A.B. and everything that went on with him. Um, but I, I do have a lot of hope for Tyreek. I think that he's – I think overall he's a pretty smart dude. I think he knows that he, mm-hmm. he messed up. And obviously it's it's a good sign that the Dolphins representative said that we've been in contact with him and his agent in the NFL about this. Um, so that's a good thing that at least he's being reporting – uh, he's he's been reporting to the Dolphins and stuff like that for sure. Love that, but absolutely. Uh, yeah, like I said, hopefully all goes well there. But some big news in the NBA as well. I know it's off season, but guess what? We still have some off season news mm-hmm. because CP3 mm-hmm. is being traded yet again, but this time over to the Wizards for Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it seemed to me that it was a pretty even, you know, just a, a one one for one trade, um, but. Guys, who do you think won this trade? I'll start off with you, Jeremy. Who do you think won this trade out of the CP3 Beal trade? I mean, you look at both players. I mean, they're. I mean, you can just say CP3, and I mean, what really can you say? I mean, then you got to talk about Beal. I mean, in my opinion, I think Beal might have got the little better end of this. I mean, going over to um, over the Suns, then um, now interacting with KD and Devin Booker, like. I think this is definitely going to be an interesting season now with the trade. Then overall, it's definitely going to be a fun season now that you mentioned the off seasons. I mean, it's the off season. Then we're going to be expecting to see maybe some more blockbuster monumental moves or whatever the situation be. I mean, it's the off season. You really can't expect anything until you see it. So, I mean, I think, I think Beal got the better of the, of the deal in my opinion. Do you think the Suns won over the, the Wizards as well then? I, I do. I, I think I do. Blake, agree, disagree? Uh, agree. Anybody wins over uh, the Wizards. Uh, but I, I do have some concerns uh, with the Suns bench. How are they going to fill out the rest of this roster? There's really not a whole lot of money with the Bill edition. Uh, they gave up yeah. Shamit. Uh, there's so I, I'm just that's the only thing that kind of worries me is how are they going to fill out the rest of this roster? You're probably going to have to sign a couple guys on on a like a league minimum contract, uh, and so are they going to have a bench? You know, we know they're going to have Aiton, uh, Durant, Booker, and Beal, but what are they going to have after that? So uh, that's where I am worried. But I think the Suns are now a contender. Uh, and you know, I hey, I know everybody's gonna they're gonna sprout off Denver and Phoenix in the Western Conference Finals, a rematch of uh, of the semis this year. Yeah. So, yeah, and I, I agree with you guys. I think I think the Suns won, but I think CP3 can still be valuable. And I just don't think the Wizards have anything over the four CP3. And what it seems to be, at least to me, and maybe I'm wrong, is that he's most likely going to be traded somewhere else. They're using him yeah. as maybe something to get something extra in, in return. Um, let's talk about some possible landing spots for CP3. Where would you guys like to see him him go to? Uh, Blake, do you have any ideas of some places you'd like to see him move over to? Yeah, go home. Retire. I like it. Retire. That's my favorite platform. Go back to the Clippers. And, um, and you know what? They really need just somebody who can facilitate, and that's, that's the best thing that CP3 has. I, I I think he needs to get, I think he needs to hang it up. I agree. Like, like I I just <laughs> the Clippers and like that sounds great and everything, but bro, you're you're I'm not I'm not gonna say he's washed, but he's had some he's had some injury problems late in the playoffs here recently, and it's just mm-hmm. what he's on year what uh twenty 
whatever it was. I mean, he's just he's old now. Um, he's not going to win a championship. Phoenix was his last chance. Uh, you know, stick to being one of the greatest point guards of all time and. Uh, everything you did with the United States basketball doesn't go unnoticed. Uh, he was one of the redeemed team members. And, you know, retire and live a happy life. You know, uh, you've done your job. You, um, When you come into basketball, you made it better uh, the, the 20 years that you played, and now you're leaving. I wouldn't say on a high note, but, uh, you know, we know what you are. You're a Hall of Famer. You're a first, first ballot Hall of Famer. So uh, I, I really don't want to see him land anywhere. I want to see him retire. Yeah. Well, and I mean, he's almost as good as Dennis Schroeder, too. So we'll have to keep that. Man, in. No. Britain, that was. <laughs> that was. That, was, that might have been the worst podcast. What is it, Josh? That, that might have been the worst take we had on this podcast. It, no, it, it was the worst. <laughs> it, was. it was. It was. No, no lie, it was. No, but uh, Jeremy, do you have any any possible uh, destinations you'd like to see from CV3? As much as I 100% agree with Blake, nothing better than a couch with a bucket of popcorn watching a movie. Yeah. Um, the only reason why I say this is just because they they need somebody. Maybe go to the Miami Heat. Like I like it. I under, I understand. Like as you've mentioned before, Blake Miami Heat. They definitely need somebody else otherwise than Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Like that's my own. Like outside of that, I maybe see maybe going to Boston Celtics or something. Yeah. But I mean, outside of that, I'd more lean towards Miami and just try and do whatever you can with Jimmy Butler and just try and do something. Otherwise, I agree. Hang it up. You've had a phenomenal career. And yep. just just go from there. I mean, live live life happy, and then and then just do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. You brought up the two teams that I really like whenever it comes to possibilities. If he's playing another year, uh, I, I but right. the biggest one, the one that I want to see the most is like you said, like I think the Clippers is where I want to see him go. Uh, if he is going to play another year, go play one more year and just retire, hang it up. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I really hope he doesn't try to keep on chasing a ring because you know what? There's a lot of great dudes that didn't win a ring and that's okay. We still recognize them as greats. And you know what? You'll be one of the that never won a ring, which is a category in of itself. That's really hard to, to, to beat. Uh, so just don't beat yourself up over that. We respect CP3. Uh, all three of us do anyways. Maybe our, our other host uh, doesn't respect him as much as he ought to, but. Uh, Maybe that's why it doesn't show up all the time. <laughs> so we don't have to get the crap. Absolutely a Hall of Famer, but I've been seeing some some rumors that there's some some moving around trying to happen uh, between the Celtics and the Wizards right now, uh, and so we might see. I, I do like the possibility of him trying to go win one there. Uh, I like the idea of it, anyways. I don't know if it'll work, but I like the idea. Uh, and then the one I think, if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about him playing, I think the one that makes a lot of sense. Uh, that would be a lot of fun to see, like you brought up, Jeremy. I think the Heat is another one to, to bring up for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'd need a facilitator to help Jimmy uh, out, you know, mm-hmm. and be able to step on the court and give him 10, 15 points. Uh, and that's absolutely what, what CP3 can do, and he can still bring that to the game. So if he's going to stick around another year, absolutely. But I, I do agree with you, Blake. I, I would like to see him just hang it up um, because, yep. you know, had an amazing year. Don't beat yourself up anymore. But I also know how, how hard that can be. Or I, I understand how hard mm-hmm. that can be, I guess. I don't know, um, but I can understand that. Uh, we, we've seen that. We see that with LeBron right now. It's hard for him to hang it up. We we saw that with with D Wade. It was hard for him him to hang it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw that with Tom Brady. Uh, it was hard for him to hang it up. So he came back and tried it again. But uh, there's no shame in going out right now. Uh, we 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 love and respect you for everything you've done for the game. So uh, yeah, absolutely. Those are definitely a few few of the locations that I would love to see him go to. Uh, I've heard some other some other possibilities like Milwaukee. Uh, I think that would be pretty cool to see uh, if he's going to play another year. But ultimately, yeah, just 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 give up the game, uh, step on the side, and and maybe start up a start up a podcast or something. You know, that's you know go go uh, do some sort of reporting or something like that. Still be a part of the game, uh, but yeah, yeah it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm excited to see what ends up happening, but uh, it, it's also going to be exciting for for Bradley Beal uh, jumping over to a new team. I think he's been with the Wizards his entire career, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, 
Yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah. it's going to be exciting to see him put on a new jersey. Uh, I think the Suns have some of the coolest uniforms too, so it'll be yeah. fun to see him put on some of the, the cool uh, sunset uh, uniforms. But guys, that's all we have for for today. Uh, we thank everybody so much for watching, for listening. If you're watching on YouTube right now, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe. If you're watching after we're live, go ahead and hit hit down in the comments, uh, hit us up. Uh, you know, comment on whatever you want to comment about. We don't care. It helps us beat the algorithm. Just comment hi. Uh, I don't care what it is. Uh, just help us beat the algorithm and jump to the top of the charts. Keep on growing. Uh, you can share this on social media. You can join us on social media. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that fun stuff. We're also on the TikTok, uh, so you can go check us out on there too. Um, but if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can help us out greatly by giving us a five-star review. Uh, that is the best way to help us out over there. And of course, as always, share us with your friends and family. We thank you all so much for your love, for your support, for helping us grow as far as we have. And until next time.